Hello, welcome to this fourth episode. I'm on a fucking high right now <laughs> with the conversations that we're having inside of this container. And this one is going to be a vibey fucking one, okay? This is going to be so damn good, so damn juicy. And this is all about what you believe to be true about your industry, your beliefs, your values, your unique way of looking at things, your unique perspective, and really thinking about how you can make yourself known for what you know. And not only that, but your unique perspective and your unique way of looking at things. Like this is going to be so damn important to position yourself as someone who stands out, right? And when you talk about like positioning and, you know, all the different things, like, let me just say, I... I, I have the highest intention for, or what's the word, like highest assumption of our industry, <laughs> especially when it comes to words like authority, credibility, and positioning and messaging, right? The way that I define messaging is, you know, essentially making it known who you are here for and what you do and how you can help, right? It's very similar to I would even say to branding, right? It's, it's like the feelings and the emotions and making it clear and visible who you're here for and who you're here to serve and what your mission is here to do and how you're going to help your people, right? And positioning is really about showing people why you and why your offer over anyone else, what makes you stand out and why would you be the best person and mentor or, you know, service provider for your client. And so I think something that's really important with this, right, is we look at these words and we think of them not as a box to put ourselves into or a standard to hold ourselves to, but rather our way of showing our community why we're so unique. And it's something inherent, right? Like I always talk about this when it comes to your expertise. You are the expert. That's just that, right? Like you have that identity. When you were talking about positioning, you are naturally unique. It's about owning that. So it's not really like what like the biggest intention for this episode is that you don't have to be more of someone. You don't have to do something else to become someone you're not. It's about owning who you are, really peeling back the layers of BS that's telling you otherwise <laughs> and telling you that you need to be someone else. You need to sound like someone else. You need to do something else. Okay. So this episode is especially about really making it known and clear what you stand for and what you don't. Right. And again, that's a big part of branding as well. So when it comes to what you believe in your industry, there's a, oh, there's so many conversations <laughs> that we're going to have on this. But the first one that I want to have is being able to know yourself. What do you stand for? What do you don't? And I'm going to tell you one of the easiest ways you're going to learn that real fucking quickly is what the fuck triggers you on social media? What triggers you and why? And I used to avoid social media. And again, we're going to have conversations about like detoxing and, and all the things, but I used to really deeply avoid these types of seeing certain things on social media because it was like, it was so activating and so triggering. And you have to really learn who you're here for and discernment when it comes to looking at things on the online space. Like I don't mindlessly scroll like at all like if I I will maybe make it down three posts and I'm like ah, what the fuck am I doing <laughs> I don't scroll I don't mindlessly scroll I'm very I scroll with intention I have my own mentors muted like like I look at social media intentionally I come to social media to create to share my values to share my mission to share my heart to share with my community and then I can depending on like whether I decide to or not, I can, you know, engage and I primarily see my clients more than anything. Um, that way I can provide recommendations and feedback, right? But typically I won't look at someone else unless I'm looking to actively invest into a different service or support from a different mentor. Or and typically I stay within my own mentors, right? So I'm resigning with my current mentors. And the reason for that, right, is it's like I don't want to constantly learn new shit <laughs> or learn different strategies or all different all things. I want to devote myself to mastery and refinement. And and again, like again, that's a belief that I have and hold. But that was shaped by my own experiences, especially the ones that I have with social media. So when you're triggered as fuck, when you see something online 
we have to use discernment and you know is this actually meant for me so sometimes I'll see shit in the space and I'm like oh my god like I have so many opinions on this but I'm not going to actually speak to that because that isn't going to be from a place of empowerment for my community and we're going to talk about reactive content versus responsive content in a second here but what I want you to see here is what if when you see shit that pisses you off in the space that could be honestly someone's content. That could be the way someone's handling a DM sales conversation with you. That could be what you see on stories. That could be a conversation you have outside of the online space. Whatever you see that triggers the fuck out of you. What if it was an opportunity for you to lean deeper into what you actually value and what you believe to be true and really deepen and refine that? I took my power back. I used to be so triggered all the fucking time. And I'm again, I'm, I'm talking about like, not in terms of PTSD, but rather about like really strong, emotionally reactive, right? And we've kind of like taken over that, what's the word, that terminology for reactive, <laughs> reactiveness to emotions, right? But I used to be so emotionally reactive when I would see content that just went against my values. And especially if it came from someone making more money than me, who I deemed quote unquote further ahead than me, because what it, what I did was I made it I made it make it mean something about me that I didn't know enough that I was wrong that because they were making more money they they were right um and it would just give my I would give my power away to this other person and think oh fuck like I, I need to be doing things more like them or I need to be showing up like them and when I would create content I don't know if you've ever experienced this but when I would create content way back when I would be typing up something and then I would have a contradiction and I'd be like oh but so-and-so said this or so-and-so said this, but then this, and I would constantly overthink this fucking sentence <laughs> for like 20 minutes of like, how do I actually want to go about this? Like, what do I actually believe on this? Like, ah. and I also reached a point in mentorship even recently where it's like, I don't necessarily contradict myself with someone else. Like, I, I'm like, huh, interesting. Like, I, I don't really, again, mindlessly consume other people's content, but if I contradict myself, I'm like, oh, this is an opportunity. What do I believe to be true right now? What is the most true? What is the most alive for me now? And knowing and owning, like, it's okay to disagree with your past self. It's okay. Like there are some times where I will say, like, again, like ways that I contradict myself currently might be uh, with formula, ver like energy versus strategy. Like I deeply believe my core belief around this is that it takes both the energetics and the strategy, right? Like I'm so big on your mindset, on your energy and your strategy, what you think, what you feel, what you do. However, there are times where we need to look at something a little bit more strategically. We need to have more clarity in who we're speaking to, and we need to know how we're going to help them. And we need to, you know, maybe have a little bit more structure in terms of how we're looking at how we're going to sell this offer. There are other times where it's like, fuck the strategy <laughs> and not in not not to not be strategic, but it's like, I'm not going to allow my natural voice and my excitement and my energy to be dampered or tampered down with, I don't know if that's the right word, but <laughs> um toned down by trying to stuff it into a framework right there are many seasons of this and you might again seasons I love seasons for this because you're gonna have seasons you know the world has seasons you're gonna have seasons too especially for women um you know our menstrual cycles right we're, we're never gonna be in the same place as we were yesterday and even just in terms of energy so it's okay if things shift and change slightly own that right it, it's like it's a contradiction for a reason what do you know to be true what have you learned what have you experienced that makes it different now so when you see someone else right and and again like um let's say let's say Oh, let's bring up, <laughs> let me bring up an example, okay? I deeply, deeply believe in DM cells. I love DM cells. I love the simplicity of them. I love how, what's the word? Like, they're just, they're just, it just is. <laughs> I have never aligned with sales calls. I don't like calls. I think they're so long. I think they're not necessarily, they're like not necessary, right? And again, this is just what I believe to be true, okay? And when I first got into the space, everyone was like, sales calls, sales calls. And I was like, fuck that. I don't like that. And especially with fake urgency, right? And like trying to take payment over the phone just didn't align to me at all. 
And I also don't align with pivoting to business, talking to DMs. Like you're responding to someone's stories and then you are all of a sudden talking about your offer, which again, I guess like some people who actually do <laughs> um, the uh, pivoting to business talk, do it more strategically. But to me, it just feels, uh, I, don't, I would rather not do that. It feels like coercive, uh, not even coercive, but just like more convincing energy. Um, and again, I have so many beliefs on this, right? But again, the reason I'm telling you this is because I deeply believe in DM sales. That does not mean that I don't believe in sales calls. Like you can do sales calls effectively. And I, I have clients who prefer sales calls and discovery calls, okay? That also doesn't mean that um, people who do DM sales and pivoting to business talk are bad people, right? Like that's not what I believe. What I believe is that you can have really effective sales conversations in the DMs that don't require you to have sales calls or don't require you to previously engage with your client in order to secure a sale. Or sign a client, right? That's what I believe to be true. Now, there are other people who think that, I don't know what my mouth just said, <laughs> they think sales calls are better or, or are more effective for signing clients, okay? Then maybe they believe there's more trust built, there's more connection, there's more rapport, whatever. That's their belief. There are going to be other people. I have clients, for example, who, who do pivoting to business talk, right? And who really align with the fact of, you know, getting to know your ideal clients and having these conversations and recognizing they can actually help, right? Nothing is bad or wrong. That's what I want you to like remove. It's like, just because someone else's truth is their truth doesn't mean it has to be yours. Doesn't mean that your truth is wrong, right? You can't fuck up your own truth. <laughs> you can't fuck up your own truth, okay? So when it comes to about what you believe and your own, what's the word, like, your, your own stance on things. It's really about what do you define for yourself? And notice how I said, I have clients who love sales calls. I have clients who do pivoting to business talk. Just because you believe in something and you stand for something and you have a core belief around something doesn't mean that you can't sign clients. Don't be afraid to share your beliefs. That's going to resonate with your ideal clients and in two ways, right? You're either going to attract people who value that, who are like, fuck, yeah, I want that. You're going to attract people who are like, fuck that, I don't want that. <laughs> but I'm willing to be open to it. I'm open-minded about that. I want to get to that point. For example, I used to be very like strategy hustle, like uh, like try to ignore the energetics because it just was so much easier to do simplicity and, and strategy, right? But I can't ignore <laughs> the energetics. And I worked with a mentor who was who would say so often, like, um, you know, you can't hustle your way to 10K or whatever, right? Like it's like you have to, there's the embodiment piece, there's the energetics, it's how you feel, it's like the intentionality, right? It's like, and that really spoke to me because I was like, I want that, right? Like you're gonna have people that might not agree with you that are gonna be able to have those emotional, intelligent conversations with themselves and lead themselves through that and then be able to reach out to a point where they can work with you. You're also gonna have clients who are like, fuck yeah, I value that so much, I'm I'm on it. And you're also gonna have clients who maybe don't agree with that and they don't give a fuck because they love you anyway right? So I, I don't want you to be afraid to share what your actual thoughts are. I don't want you to be afraid to hold back what you actually know to be true. This is so fucking important. <laughs> I need you to have that permission to give yourself to share what the fuck you want to and trust that your people are going to resonate with it. You're going to have people that don't resonate with it and you can hold that. I want you to hold that. And I know you are capable of holding someone else disagreeing with you. Someone else coming at your comments with pitchforks i've been there <laughs> or I've, I've also had people write content pieces about me <laughs> i've been there and you can hold it i still made sales i still sign clients it's okay okay so whenever you're triggered as fuck in the online space whenever you see something even on the offline offline space you see something what if this got to be an opportunity for you to deepen your own values for you to deepen what you stand for for you to and if you don't actually know what you stand for what if this is an opportunity for you to lean into that you don't have to see someone else who says something else different as you're wrong. And it's about having that duality of being able to hold your truth and hold someone else's and know that it's okay. And it doesn't mean anything about you. It doesn't mean anything about your ability to sign clients. That is fucking powerful. And I'm going to say that again. 
Because <laughs> then you give yourself permission to actually sign the clients you want to and speak to the things you want to without worry. Okay, you might not align with DM sales at all. That's totally fine. I used to be super about... Uh, what's the word? Like just sharing the details. And then I've had seasons where it's like, actually, I really want to get to understand where you're at. And if this is the offer, that's the right fit for you. There are other times where I'm just like, here are the details. Like I go through seasons. Most of the time it's about what's going to be the simplest. I come back to that core belief and value. What is going to be the simplest for me? What is going to be the highest good for my client who's reaching out in this sales conversation? What is going to be the highest good for myself in this conversation? And that's what I lean in with. I always like my core value and belief when it comes to sales is service and not attachment and honesty. That is what I believe in when it comes to sales or everything, but like, especially with sales. So whether, how I decide to do a sale, <laughs> how I decide to sell, it comes back to that. Would I personally go on sales calls? Fuck no. <laughs> Does that mean I never will ever again? More than likely, yes, because I don't like sales calls, but am I open to it? I like the, the point here is it's like, I don't have to never say never or whatever, but I don't desire to. And that's what I mean, right? You get to lean into your desires and you get to lean into what you value and you get to lean into what you know to be true. And and, and who knows, maybe in 20 years I do sales calls again. I do not foresee it. I'm not open or available for that at all. I have, I give myself permission to change my mind. That's the key here, right? As you give yourself permission to change your mind, I know that you can and you could. And, and if you desire to, I don't desire to, <laughs> but I have permission to give myself you know, permission to change my mind. Same thing for you. You gave yourself permission to change your mind. You might do applications. You might do sales calls. You might do selling the DMs. You might do pivoting to business talk. You might do whatever the hell you want to do, right? I always just say you get to sell in a way that aligns with your values. That is what I, I always recommend, always share, always say. Okay, so the next part of this conversation really is about not creating reactive content. So let's say you do see something that pisses you off in the space. We wanna make sure that the content that is coming out from that conversation or that that experience really is coming from a place of, I, like again, I'm here to serve this client and here's how I can help. When you're creating content that's like clap back like to another person, like, oh, I saw this thing and blah, 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 we're creating that energy of reactivity and that attracts more reactive people. And so whenever I see something that pisses me off, I get curious about it like and lean in. And so like, I honestly handle this in two different ways. I will either create a content piece, but I don't post it. It's more of just like me getting my thoughts out and journaling out. And then I use that as an opportunity for like, what were my values in this? What are my values in this now? What do I, what do I believe to be true here? What's pissing me off? What's triggering me? Is there truth to this? Let me lean in. The others, and again, it also depends on like, what, like, is this happening at like, <laughs> what time is it? <laughs> Am I in the middle of something? Like, I'm not, you know, like, I'm not going to like, just move from that, right? There are other times where it's like, no, you know what? I actually really want to speak to this. Like, I see something about this and this pisses me off and I want to create content like this. But I, I don't create the content from the place of this pisses me off and this is, you're doing this wrong, Blah. Okay. I think of it as, this is what came up for me. This is what I believe to be true. How can I actually use this as a way to connect deeper with my own community and who I'm here to serve and how I can help them? And that's what I lean in with. So for example, I'm trying to think of like one thing that I did see that like has triggered the fuck out of me. That I, nothing's come to mind. I've done a lot of emotional intelligence work <laughs> and, and I also don't randomly scroll. But let's just say someone created a post that was like, sales calls are the only way to go. Um, fuck DM sales. You're never going to be able to trust people, blah, 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 whatever. Okay. They're just like talking. I've never seen this, by the way. I'm not, I'm not talking shit on anybody. I've never seen anyone <laughs> create a content piece like that ever. <laughs> but let's just say that's what I saw. Okay. Um, so they're talking about sales calls, but I'm talking about sales calls in a way that's like, you know, fuck DM sales, blah, 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 right? I could create a reactive piece that says like, I saw this post that was talking about this and here's why I don't agree. I saw this post and I don't believe that's true. Or 
I can make something entirely separate from that. And I could say like, here's why I actually love DM sales and why you can actually build so much fucking trust in the DMs without ever needing to get on a call. Do you see how I created a more powerful empowered piece that's going to help my client. It's going to serve my client. I'm not bashing anybody. It's it's a different frequency than if I were to come on. And, and again, I'm not saying that that's bad or wrong, right? There are people I know that do that. <laughs> and again, lean into that with what feels good for you. You can do it that way. I used to do that. But I found personally in, in my experience, again, I always speak to my truth. What do I know to be true? In my own experience, when I created content from that energy, yeah, I might get some people that align with me and they're like, oh yeah, I fucking hate that dude. Da, 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 da. But now we're connecting off of a frequency of frustration and not necessarily one of empowerment. Okay, I just want you to sit with that, right? Like, that's a big conversation to have right there. But um, I would much rather create content that really speaks to someone and they're like, fuck, this was so good. Thank you for sharing this. Now, again, I know some people, um, really big, even some of my mentors who have done that, where they'll they'll create content um, based off of a conversation that they had. And so like the way that I would, and again, like there's nothing bad or wrong with that too. Like there have been times where I'll even like if it's necessary, I'll include the context. Like this is what happened. This is what I heard. Um, This is what I see. I don't actually align with this and here's why. And again, I'm it's very sparing that I'll actually do that because I would prefer to just have more of a conversation around this. But again, there's no no right or wrong to it, right? It's like, it's really, again, what goes back to your values and how can you tell the truth about that? Okay, so that's the way I think about uh, responsive content, right? And again, it has a lesson for your community as well. It's not just like you ragging. I don't know if ragging, I don't know. That's not the right term, I think. <laughs> a dragging <laughs> um, on another piece of content or anything like that. It's really about how can you empower your clients? How can you say you can speak to this? And again, when I talk about like what I know to be true, there was actually a conversation, like I'm going to show you an example of how I've actually done this with content. Like I had a client who, um, I love, her. I love my clients. <laughs> um, I had a client who reached out in private, invited me to um, one of her services. And, you know, there's so much talk in this space about like, if you get a private invite, you can, or not, a, I'm sorry, let me backtrack. She cold pitched me. <laughs> um. And again, it was like, a, I, I called her private in my family. She cold pitched me and um, she asked if I wanted to be in her services. And, you know, some people were like, cold pitch them back, leave them on red. And honestly, what I do is I just say, hey, it takes a lot of gut to private invite. Like I, I'm applauding you in this. I'm not currently looking for these services, but, um, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm applauding you right now. Like it takes a lot of guts to reach out to somebody. And I also knew her heart and like, I've seen her content before. It's like, she didn't strike me as someone who was just trying to make a quick buck, right? Like it, it was just different. And I led with that. And, um, you know, she responded, she was like, oh, that was the nicest thing ever. <laughs> and um, I created a content piece from that because uh, at a certain point, she invested a lot of different, in a lot of different my, my programs. Like she was in um, a couple of different programs that I had. And, you know, now, now we're working together very closely in close proximity. And I created a content piece around that. And so the, the way that I create content from real life experiences, I just tell the truth. And again, I lean into like, what's the lesson here? Or what can I want to take away from? What's the value in this, right? What's my intention behind this? And so I created this content piece where I had said, you know, um, a private client or um, I want to say a private client. I don't know if I said that exactly, but um, basically um, someone cold pitched me in the DMs. And instead of saying, you know, oh, I let me pitch you back, cold pitch you back. I said what I said on the other thing. I applauded her and, you know, commended her for having that bravery to do so. And I let that be that. Now she's in like three plus of my programs and we're working in close proximity together. And then something on the, uh, in my caption was something along the lines of, um, you know, you don't always have to do it in this way, like the frequency of this, um, you know, it, like um, I talked about like how my 
attraction content marketing, you know, and messaging and content strategies are, are gold or whatever. And like, basically the intention behind the post, <laughs> I'm like pulling from my own memory, <laughs> but it was like, it showed the true experience of what happened with that client and me, why she kept investing and like, why that was a testament of, you know, what I'm, what I'm able to do and what I'm able to create and the value and like how I value relationships. And that really spoke to my community, right? I could have said, oh, fuck cold pitches. Cold pitches are sleazy and gross and la la la. And then everyone in their com- comments would have been like, I agree, but that's not creating the energy I want to right? I'm not going to talk down on that. Instead, I'd rather show the lesson. And, you know, now, okay, so now someone can read that content piece and think, wow, she knows what the fuck she's talking about. <laughs> she's telling the truth. She can actually tell true to, like, what's the word, truth to story um, experiences in that way. I like that she did it in that way. I can see how she would handle that. She's emotionally intelligent and responsive in these kind of conversations. And now I actually have a response for if that happened to me, how I could lead that. And, you know, again, I see the connection and the relationship and rapport between her and that client. That's awesome. That to me, that that's fucking cool. <laughs> that's fucking great. You can feel my heart in that. You can feel the truth in that. You can see that. And it's not coming from this energy of like, ah, fuck this. Okay. Again, lean to this, what, what feels good. I always say, take what resonates, leave what doesn't. You discernment. <laughs> okay. Then the last thing that I'll say on this conversation is now positioning, right? I will say this. Oftentimes my clients, the things that they're most insecure about in terms of, you know, people don't do it this way, or this is kind of different, or this is kind of, you know, it's a little outside of the box. Good. Fucking use that. That is your positioning. That is what makes you unique. That is what makes you and your offer so stand out is that you can own what makes you different. For me, like for a long, long (laughs) <laughs> a long ass time. I always thought I had to be strategic or energetic, strategic or energetic. And I always had different seasons and fluctuations. And when I tried to combine it together, before I really anchored into my values about how they work together, it would be a hot ass mess. I didn't know how to sell an offer that was both strategic and energetic. And I, w- I would constantly like, you know, have a hard time having like understanding how I would speak to these different areas instead of just owning that's my unique way of doing things. And I, I now I can just say like, hey, when we're inside of private coaching together. And when I'm inside of Voxer with you, I'm looking at your conversation and the question through different lenses. I don't look at your con- like your your questions and answer them just like that with strategy. I actually look at what is your mindset behind this? What do you believe to be true about this? What is the energy behind this? I'm running it through different perspectives of the strategy, the mindset, and the energy. So you get the most potent answers. This is why I like my clients come back over and over and over again, because they know I'm not going to give them a service level bullshit. I'm not just going to speak to the mindset and tell them trust and believe. I'm actually going to give them concrete strategic action steps they can take that prioritize how they want to feel in the process that are actually in alignment with what they're looking to create in the long term that are actually sustainable. That is why I'm so, you know, blah, 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 and powerful as fuck inside of my private mentorship, inside of anything I do. And I'm able to say that now because I've learned how to integrate that into my own, it, it, well, what's the word, like process and, and, and own the uniqueness behind that. Not everyone does that. Not everyone knows both the strategic and the energetic and the mindset, right? Like technically that's three, but, <laughs> um, and I own that. I own the fuck out of that. And that like gives permission for others to like, if they do things differently to own that as well. And so your positioning is really about what makes you unique and you girl or whoever's listening on, you are unique. Okay. Your experiences, your life experiences, your work experiences, your past skill sets, the things that you've learned, the experiences that you had before, the businesses that you've had before, the businesses that even if they didn't take off, you still had experience, like the past launches, like all the things that you've had uniquely you. Even if you're selling a, a content course and someone else is selling a content course and someone else is selling a content course and they're all about attracting dream clients directly from stories, you will still have a different approach. One person might have, you know, taken forever to understand and unlock the 
the, the what's the word the simplicity behind selling with sales someone else could have been selling on stories for months and months and months and months and months and like they've locked it from the get-go and they've mastered this skill set and then maybe something else happened right maybe someone else it was like a blend where it was like they would sell everywhere else but their stories but then once they tapped into that they their income exploded whatever the hell it is right everyone's gonna have their own unique story their own unique background and experiences. Maybe one person's introverted and that's their superpower and they sell via text and that's what makes it so simple. Maybe another person's super extroverted and they actually help other people with their confidence in selling on stories so that they can convert high ticket clients directly from their story sequences. Boom. Um, maybe another client actually has a skill set for written communication because they used to do email marketing and they used to be a copywriter. And so they have pre-made storytelling prompts that you can use, right? Everyone's going to have a different approach even if they're selling the same type of service, right? They're going to have a different background. I'm kind of repeating myself here, but it's repetition is important here. They have different backgrounds. They have a different story. They have a different experience. They have different thoughts. They have a different perspective. Everyone's going to be unique and different, okay? Fight me on this, okay? Fucking fight me on this. <laughs> I welcome it because I am happy to shift your perspective on this. Everyone has a different, again, diff everyone's different. Everyone is freaking different. You cannot like you can't be replicated like, even if people try to copy you again totally different conversation we can absolutely have that conversation <laughs> but even if people try they wouldn't be able to your positioning is your power and you you can own that right like we talked about before you were the expert own that you are powerful and you were different already own that that shit is gonna make you stand out so fucking good okay i love you and i will see you in the next episode